0: welcome back to another episode of sketching up the same crew the same time the same place we are all here for another great episode of sketching Up. can you hear the enthusiasm look at kyle's all enthusiastic it's great it's wonderful it's fantastic before we get started, make sure to follow us on social Schnabel Studios, S-C-H-N-A-B-E-L Studios on Instagram, uh, Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. If you're listening, go search it um, anywhere you get your podcasts. If you are watching on YouTube, you can follow us everywhere on there. A new episode of Offstage also came out last week, so you can uh, go watch that. And a new episode of Mad Props, my other my other uh, podcast will be dropping very soon. I actually have a very fun guest coming up, not on this next one, but very soon. So it'll be it'll be coming on soon. It is confirmed and coming on soon. Uh, so definitely stay tuned with that. So to start today's programming off, I'm going to throw it over to Matt because Matt finally read the first six issues of Radiant Black. How fast did you get through that? I knew when you said six issues, I'm like, all right, so he has that for 10 minutes and he's going to need the next one. Yeah, it was like, it was 10 minutes.
1: Yeah, for sure. And so it, it, and it didn't take me long. It really didn't.
0: Let's, let's just get it out there now. And too bad for Kyle because we're doing it while well, he's here, unless he wants to plug his ears. Uh, I will say I spoilers for radium Black issues one through at least six, probably not mm-hmm. past that. I don't want to spoil anything for uh, Matt over there. So you'll have to tell me what happens in the first six briefly. So I remember what the last, I know what the last thing you left off on is.
1: Yeah. So, you know, um, I can't even remember the main character's name, but he is a failed, uh, writer. He wanted to write, he had short stories. They so wanted to turn it to book. He lived in LA that didn't really work out. So he moves back home with his parents, um, outside of Chicago. Um, and he is out with one of his buddies they go to a bar and when he walks out there's this uh black hole looking orb just sitting there on the train tracks and he grabs it and he gets these superpowers that he can you know disrupt gravity and whatnot and he saves him himself a couple of police officers and at the same time
0: so wait hold on let me just i think the character i think the main the the main, the L A guy is Nathan, if I remember right, yep. and the other one's Marshall.
1: Yes, and yeah, so, yeah, so yeah, so they they save the cops, and the cops are talking about how there was another person looking exactly like him but glowing red who just robbed a bank. And so he goes, "I gotta, I gotta meet this person. Uh, maybe they can tell me a little bit more." He starts hearing a kind of a, an alien type. Creature talking to him. He can only Mm kind of hear. He can hear the radiant. Yeah. And he can only hear certain things in in full context. Other stuff he's still, and you could hear what uh, kind of, kind of, it kind of reminded me of like Tony Stark's suit talking to him saying, you know, there's only, you know, 30% of us is combined, is like in the know.
0: it's It's very much like Rogue's son. Um, if you've read that, I don't know if you guys have read that, but in rogue son, you can hear the suit and I won't spoil anything, but there's something on the other side of it that he can hear. And it's very much the same concept as rogue son.
1: Okay. Yeah. It's not like an
0: AI. It's like something's on the other side almost.
1: Yeah. So, um, Nathan, you know, who has the powers kind of has a new lease on life, you know, he kind of, kind of picks himself up from the bootstraps after getting these powers and goes, okay, cool. I can dedicate some, most of my day to writing and then the other part of my day to figure out what these powers really mean, why I have them, what, what really, uh, you know, what, what alien species is trying to talk to me. Um, and so he, he kind of goes on his life and it, it ends with them, uh, meetings, other people who have these powers just in different forms you know the red can absorb certain things and then there's a yellow mm-hmm. and a pink which they haven't gotten into and yeah and they haven't um gone into who the the villain is who's trying to go after them and try to kill them so we uh, it was the last page and you see him in all like the he's green and he kind of looks like a uh, it looks a little assassin-y, commando-like type guy, and he does not like these these people, and he's trying to take them down. So, it, it's uh did,
0: yeah. did you get to the fight with Red yet?
1: Where where Radiant Black? Yeah. So you know when it, his friend takes the takes the um the power from him from Nathan? Yeah. Yeah, it's like, yeah. So Nathan saves a bunch of people in a collapsing building. The building collapses on him after saving the red and his friend and everybody else in there. And he's near death. And the the radiant pops out of him and his friend goes and, and grabs it. And he's and Nathan like, becomes co- radiant black. Yeah. Nathan's like a hundred percent compatible right off the bat with, with radiant. So he can hear everything it, Completely, and and he's in the know, and now he's trying to figure out what the hell's going on, and and um he's really more mad at Red for putting Nathan in that situation because now he's yeah. in a life or death situation in the hospital. It's so don't cool. Know if he's-
0: it's so cool. Like you don't really read a lot of comics where they set up a main character and then immediately switch it out for somebody else. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's so cool how they did that. I really when when that when I read the page of him getting crushed and like everything and like then it has to switch. I'm like, whoa! <laughs> I took a turn I did not expect. That's awesome, but I I, I don't want to talk too much of it because I know where you're at, but I still don't know exactly where you are because there's 22 now or 23 issues. Okay, and I'm all the way up to the last issue yeah so i'm
1: getting um, volume two and three this week so i'll blow through. there you go so we can
0: go we can go much deeper into once once we catch all the way up we can go just a full ride all the way through and uh and hit and hit it all up but i will say i think the concept's really fun and the character's really it's like a mix of like invincible and spider-man and like it's i i i like i like the way they built the character out and um
1: can I can I, I really get two, like like two cents? Can I give my two cents? Can I give sure. my two cents? I thought it sure. was boring. You thought it was boring? Yeah. Now I'm only 6 issues in. So I am going to I already ordered the two volumes. So I'm going to read it through. It just did not 100% connect with me. I just I was very bored with the character of Nathan. Um, his friend is interesting you know his friend being there he works at the movie theater he gives suggestions um, I thought it was funny he gives suggestions on you know what pot to smoke and what <laughs> what movie to watch with that um, which is funny um, but yeah I don't know it just was the first six issues just didn't really jump at me it just the it, I was so I, I think I had the opposite with with how you you were excited that like the character changed for like the hero changed within the character and everything I just that like I I was reading into Nathan's story and then it automatically goes to his best friend and Nathan's dying and it just kind of it it was like all right I got invested in Nathan and now I'm going to this kid who we don't really know much about uh, uh, other than he's Nathan's best friend from from his hometown and he works at a movie theater like now and that's why i'm waiting to give like my full feeling on the on the story until we i, I can read more and, and and know more about his his friend's character and his backstory and kind of where mm-hmm. he comes from um and it just with the and reading in because like at the end of the the issue you go into radiant red's backstory and how her husband is like a, a compulsive gambler and like lost all this money. Yeah. And they're, they're in shit with yeah. like the, the loan offices, they can't get any more loans, they owe a crap ton of money. And he's done this already. And she kind of just takes it upon herself. Oh, I'm, I have these new powers. Now I'm going to rob a bank and and see, you know, if this will solve our problems. And in my head i was like that's kind of an easy out like i like i get it you get powers and it's like oh i could do whatever i want and there's 50 50 i either go and like nathan did like oh i i can save people i can help people i you know he helps someone on the side of the road with their car trying to get to the bulls game and pick them up and took them straight to there and then the other 50 is oh i'm going to use these powers to go rob a bank like let me let me go do that so i don't know it just wasn't. Uh, it, it didn't have the story so far doesn't have a lot of great depth to it for me and it, it's kind of hard and because i can tell you that just recently like right before I, I started reading radiant black i just finished uh batman white knight which is like so good it's so in-depth the story is so deep it, it it's so the, the the artistry is stunning. The 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 way that they, they use all the established Batman characters and give them a different, you know, lease on life and, and a different spin to them was so interesting. Going to Radiant Black, which is a newer comic, it's a newer character, it's it's like a new world that they're they're currently building. So I can't really shame them. Too much that I just wasn't too invested in in the story yet because I still have to read a lot more, and I just came off of reading something that is is known to a lot of people as one of the best Batman comics out there. So it's, it it was it. I liked it enough to want to get the next two volumes. Let me say that. Just it wasn't. ah, Oh man, that was
0: cool. When I when I. When I texted you and you said it was one through six, remember I was surprised because uh, I thought you really needed to read it in like groups of eight to twelve. Like, there's something I really want to tell you, but I don't mm. want to. Sp- it's not too much of a spoiler, but I really want to tell you something. So it's like from what you, from the thing you said you didn't like the most. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I if for the future of it, I would want to tell you this one thing that like complete would completely would change that part of the opinion on it. But right. I also don't want to be out here spoiling it for you because you know, of, of, of how you feel about it. But I thought that when you said it was only one through six, I was very surprised because I thought you needed more. Because usually when you buy these, like I'll take Invincible, for example, Invincible will go like seven issues. But that seven issues is the span of a the whole storyline for that. Yeah, spot, the whole story that
1: that. arc. Yeah, it's the whole it, arc in the there. The
0: story arc does not end after six. Yeah. It yeah. ends after like 12 or 13. So like the first book should be 12 or 13, not six, because exactly what you're saying, like the reason you feel like, oh, I am not, I feel like it's not building is because it's still going, it's still building. And you just, you're getting cut off right in the middle of the building. Right. Like you don't know a lot about Marshall because you're learning a lot about Nathan at the time and they didn't yeah. really get to introduce me, but they do. You get a whole story arc of Nathan and every, or of uh, Marshall and everything like that. But right. it's not until a little bit later on. So uh, when you told me it was one through six, I think we were texting. I was like, yeah. I think I said, you, what is it? Like one through 12, one through 13. You said one through six. I was like one through six. Like that doesn't make any sense. It's that's not yeah, enough." Yeah. It's to, weird
1: that the the, the creators, the, the writers, wanted to do that the one through six because most volumes that i'll grab are one through 12 and it's a full story arc
0: yeah yeah that's what i mean even like uh like invincible when i have have all the small ones the same thing it's like one through the first couple are like one through four one through five then it goes up it's like one through seven then it's like one through 12 or you know you know what i mean not one through twelve, but like it's the next 12 and then it's like the next 10 and then like it's, it's, yeah, but not you're usually right. they,
1: they fit the story arc. So the overarching story that you're getting into on page one is going to finish at the end of that book. Yeah. And this, and one the story arc, really for,
0: the first story arc is like 18 long. Okay. Because it's introducing all these new characters. Another thing with a lot of those characters, a lot of the other Radiants, you don't get a lot of backstory on them because pink and red both have their own comic
1: i saw red was at the comic book shop and so this is, this is great so i i go in and i grab um a couple uh, of new issues of batman um a couple issues of superman and then i saw the radiant black volume because i couldn't find mm-hmm. the individual issues because when i was yeah, looking at the volume and it said if i if i saw uh, the original i saw one through six and i was like ah oh, i, I kind of want to like because like you said i blew right through it like i I, yeah. I i was ready to go read something else and so i go up to the counter and i'm like hey man like is this uh is this the only radiant black D- you have and he's like oh um right now yeah we're getting volume two and three i can I can expedite the order so we can get like at least an issue to those issues here and I can i can hold them for you and i was like yeah let's do that mm-hmm. and luckily they'll, they'll be here on tuesday so um i was talking i was like do you have anything else radiant black and he's like well we have radiant red in there it was right next to it i was like oh yeah i, I didn't pick it up um but what's that that about and he's like mm-hmm. Explain that it's another character and it's the whole a, the whole of, universe. The whole,
0: like it's like seven different comics are all in this rogue sun, All three radians. Like there is a yeah. huge thing. They're doing <laughs> the megaverse. It's called
1: yeah. And so I am like, oh, should should I grab that? And he just like looks down at my, the comics oh. that I gave him, and he he looks at radiant black, and he just looks up at me, and he just goes. Oh. Oh. I was like,
0: yeah? I, I I would recommend like, the same thing. I wouldn't pick up yeah. pink either.
1: And I was like, "Oh, all right, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to." And you know what? I was glad I did because you got her her small backstory pretty much in the end of the volume of, of Radiant Black. So I, I was like, I don't really even need to read more into this because, like I said, like oh, she got power She decided, oh, I'm in financial crisis because my dumb husband. I'm gonna go rob a bank. Cool. All right, and I, then we're right into that. <laughs>
0: I read the, I read the red <clears throat> and pink, like just online instead of buying it. Uh-huh. And it's not the, they don't give you any more backstory really pink. They give a little more, I think maybe not, maybe that was in radiant black as well. It's more of like simultaneously what they're doing while the events of radiant black are going on. That's what it is. So it's like, yeah, everything's that's happening what it, at, but that's why I would say I, you also like, don't need to get it. Cause it's like not killer to the story or anything. Yeah, because
1: that's because when I went back, because like i uh, w I'm staying at my girlfriend's place and she lives right around the corner from Eastside Mags. If you're ever in Montclair, New Jersey, head over to Eastside Mags. there are great people there. They're awesome. They'll help you out with anything. Um I was there and I just I, I grabbed it just to flip through it and because I just finished Radiant Black, I flipped through it and the first like eight pages are what's at the end of Radiant Black. And I was like, I don't need yeah. to reread this. Like, no. uh, it's just- They it's do just that all the time. And Image uh, Image
0: does that constantly. Image yeah. did it with, well, they do it all the time when you want all the spinoffs. I'm glad you brought
1: that up because like, it, it's kind of when before what we have in the DC is the dawn of DC, which is uh like they kind of revamped, and this is another revamp of you know an, after another crisis that just happened. Like DC needs to calm down on all the freaking crises that are happening. Crisis I don't every even know. year. Yeah, well, I don't know. I don't, know, crime, how, I don't our, know how. I don't know how they have a, right a, a multiverse <laughs> anymore because it keeps getting destroyed and remade. Like it just, I, I don't know. It's like it has to have a shelf life and so but trying to say something like guys we're in crisis yeah yeah. (laughs) this is a cry for help this is a cry for help people (laughs) cry for help um but in in the earlier like when they're trying to introduce new superheroes into the dc a lot of the stuff was going on in the dc and it felt like i was when i picked up a couple issues it was like i was reading kind of those fluff episodes where it has nothing to do with the main story arc line and it, it's exactly what happened you know like you get a couple issues of these new characters and then they form a team and then the team really has the big story arc and it's like but yeah. in the team they int- reintroduce all these guys so you don't really need to read their background comic you know if you re- you, you can if you want an in-depth like magnified view of these characters but like they tell you this in the beginning of the issue of their new team, and it just keeps going. And it's just like, I don't mm-hmm. need that. That's just it's just fluff that I don't minutia. I don't need. I, I yeah, want to get all, to the. All
0: comics do that. Like you can look at any build up. Like uh, the a really good one was the um, last year Marvel did the X Men, Avengers, and Eternals. Uh-huh. um what was what, what was you know the end of the world one whatever it was like that that leaked into everything every single one right yeah because they wanted you to buy them all but it was a good it was a good story arc but you didn't yeah, really need to buy ride. all the other sto- Like mm-hmm. you didn't need to buy all the side ones and stuff like that. another oh. one was um devil's reign which was the beginning of 2022
1: yeah
0: yeah really yeah. good really good Fucking six so good six
1: comic books. So but then good. they had
0: the after, and they had the, you, you know, uh, Devil's Reign Spider-Man, Devil's Reign this one, Devil's Reign that one. You didn't need to buy any of those. It was and just that's what they're money. doing
1: right now with uh, with the story arc of Mr. Sinister. And it's like, it's Sinister uh, Nightcrawler. It's Sinister Spider-Man. It's Sinister X-Men. It's Sinister Avengers. It's, it's all under this, there's like nine different s- stories going on that they're all in the same parallel path of going to to the ending and you don't need to get Mm -hmm. read all of them i mean the the artistry i think they do it really is for the artists because the artists are absolutely amazing even in these fuck like comics the artists are great it's just like the the reading is just like all right when are we gonna get to the end and when are we gonna get to like what what we're here to see you know it, it's it, it just gets a little tough after a while and i don't have enough yeah. money to buy every single issue of all these different characters that are all just going in the same direction
0: and i you think know? that's i think that's where your opinion of radiant black comes in is they kind of are doing that in that comic although if you look at like in invincible is a great example they kind of do that at the end of invincible too like they were that Eve. They did all those characters get their own little backstories, but they don't all have, oh, well, I guess some, of, most of them did have spinoffs, didn't they? Ooh. Of comics as well. <laughs> and, yeah, but uh, I did. didn't read any of those ones either. I didn't read any of those ones either. So uh, I didn't know what's going on with that one. But I say yeah. you wouldn't have to read red or, or, or pink. And I it, six issues is tough to judge it on. You know, when you said you thought it was boring, I hurt a little bit because I liked that comic. But it doesn't matter, it's your own opinion. Um, but definitely keep going because I, I really just want to tell you this one thing so badly because, like, it's, it, it'll it make you feel better about your opinion, but I'm not gonna do it. I just I'm well, not
1: you know, I, I love the show so much, uh, this show, and I, and I love you, schnobs, so much that I was like, you know what, I can't judge it on six issues, I gotta keep reading for the well, snob man. i can tell you right now, keep I get going.
0: It definitely gets a lot cooler. We already talked about the one um, part where they do the movie and then you do the QR code and you can actually watch the fight scene and stuff like they do a lot of cool stuff like that. That's very, very interesting and, and definitely keeps you in. But I think even though you said that um, Mar- I think it's Marshall, Marshall is not, you don't really like him as it yet. I think as it goes on, you're going to enjoy him more. I think I enjoy him more as Radiant Black than, uh, than I did Nathan. Uh, Nathan yes because he's more that's where I see this is how I know it didn't get to that point yet because I'm saying it reminds me of Vinceville reminds me of spider-man and you I could see in your face you weren't getting that and I'm like because he hasn't gotten to the part where this guy's actually like testing it out the gear and I I also know that because you're still at the part where they're they're talking about this big bad that they have to go get and you haven't even gotten to that part yet so yeah. like it it once you get to it almost is like a Retraining of the suit with this new character. Yeah, you, just keep going. We'll do again, and 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 when you get to issue twenty three or twenty four, whatever they are at at that point, and we'll go from there and see if you have the same opinion.
1: But yeah, it doesn't sure. matter
0: of the opinion because I like it, and I'm yeah. gonna read it. No, I have it. I, I
1: read it. and that's how I am with like with with movies and 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 especially comics. If someone tells me a comic, and if I'm not enjoying it for the first two you know, issues, like, I'm not gonna just stop and be like, I'm not gonna read this, you know, because it it, the best part about comics is like, the overarching story, it it always, in in my own opinion, it it always gets better, it always will get better, you know, it may not be the best thing, you know, it may not be the coolest thing. But the story itself, does get better so I always wait out I always keep going I always keep reading because you know it, it's it, when you for me I think down to it, it's like someone who's a lot more talented than me wrote something that's now <laughs> being sold everywhere and they deserve the respect to keep following what they were writing. respective of, of his their stories respect of the hero so I am gonna keep reading I'm gonna keep reading and- I, I that way to can't it,
0: you know can't find that thing anywhere anymore radiant black it sells out everywhere you go like if you don't have it on uh if you don't have it in your bin mm-hmm. good luck because that yeah. thing sells out every time I I remember when I went away to Florida I wanted to get the new issue and it, I came out on like a Wednesday Went Wednesday afternoon done gone God. all of them sold out yeah and they're it's not like they're not buying them in bulk like they're they're getting the mm-hmm. usual amount they're just popular yeah has the rumors of becoming the next show so people are piling it up now so in five years they could sell it It's
1: <laughs> that's,
0: <laughs> that's, that's what they're that's looking fair. to do so but that's i fair. think you should keep going i'm holding my tongue not trying to tell you the thing that i if once you see where it, where it goes you're gonna be much more interested because they kind of do something really unique yeah there's something really unique that comes up that you don't see a lot in co- like with comic superheroes that that you haven't even scratched the surface of yet. Oh,
1: that's good. And that, that makes me. That gets me excited. That really does. Yeah,
0: so, I'm excited. You know? Come on, Image. what are we, we doing? Them. What are we doing with six yeah, issues on the thing? They gotta, One.
1: they gotta beef that up a little bit. Just a little bit. Yeah. Just beef it up. Go beef it
0: up. Do the Go whole freaking story arc. At least do like more than half the story arc. If you're gonna do more than half, you with the whole thing. Just do twelve. Yeah. Just do twelve. Yeah. Put them in 12s, Whatever. All
1: right. Whatever. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's funny because like um. I'm, I, I read Radiant Black, I, I read a new Teen Titans, um, and I read those, but, like, at night, right now, I'm rereading um, Death in the Family, where Jason Todd dies, and I got the ball. Uh-huh. like, I have the, they're all sealed, like, the four issues of him, I have that yeah. sealed up and everything, because Jason Todd's my favorite character in the DC, DC Comics, and I'm reading it, and, like, the, the writing from, like, the 80s is freaking hilarious. And, like, the it's funny because I'm reading it, and, like, the first thing is Batman and Robin are are, are scoping out a factory where there's kitty porn getting pushed out into Gotham. They need to stop these guys. Who would film so, cats like that? Like... I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I was like, are you kidding me? And then at one point, Jason, like, said something like, Oh, like uh, he's trying to find his mother, so he goes to to uh, the one woman's in Israel. So he's in Israel, and someone says something to him, and his comment is, "Oh, this must be a Jew thing." <laughs> I'm like, oh my <laughs> god! Yeah, man, <laughs> is, media is changing all wrong. the time.
0: That is all the time. Go watch a movie from the 90s. I know. Oh, all dumb. The same the wild thing. Is They're wild. wild. Is wild. No rules. No, no, remotes. no remotes. I'm sure if we watch one from the 20s, it would be even worse. Oh, yeah. Oh, 2020. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> um, you So you asked a question. I want to put my own spin on it, though. All right. So you yeah, asked yeah. us a question. You said Mary Jane or uh, Gwen Stacy, right? Uh-huh. And speaking of Spider-Man now, I, I, I like the question, but I, I want to put my own spin on it. Cause that yeah. question has been asked for, for eons since, mm-hmm. since the, since the dawn of man, we mm-hmm. said MJ or Gwen Stacy, who do we think Spider-Man loved more? Ooh. Do we think he loved the Gwen Stacy or do we think he loved Mary Jane? Because I have some, I actually don't really have the answer to it, but I do have a opinion on this. Where Gwen Stacy was definitely his first real love and everything, but oh. he moved on pretty quick too. Like,
1: well, look at Mary like, Jane. How can you not? How can you, know, you not? Guess, yeah. <laughs> the way that they draw her, damn! I would move on very quickly.
0: I guess so. Gwen who? Together in the comics right now.
1: But I mean, black cat
0: Felicia Hardy, Felicia Hardy, Felicia Hardy. Yeah. Felicia but Hardy I, they draw her too,
1: they draw her, and,
0: and, that, <laughs> and that, as hell.
1: Yeah, and then that's how that's when I go. MJ, <laughs> who
2: <laughs> Kyle's
0: <laughs> like, Kyle's like rubbing his hands, He's like, hell yeah, yeah, hell hell yeah, yeah. They they draw 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 I'm come on, take a look at. I'll, 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 again, I, like I haven't head. seen her I'll in a while. Like Pages head. ten and eleven are stuck together.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even need it. I gotta sell your phone. I <laughs> gotta <me sell> phone. <laughs> um, so what
0: do you what do you think? What do you what do you guys think? <laughs> 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 what do you think? I, who do you think? What you, um, do you think? There's do you think there's another one? Do you think Felicia Hardy is more of his love? Like who? Who do you think Spider- Or does he not really have one? Or is he just like Spiderman's got girls, man?
1: Yeah, dude, he do. He, he pulls. He pulls. He
0: pulls. He pulls like crazy.
1: And it's like it's like you. It's it's so like in, in the world of like we live in now. It's like yeah that that you know we guys who are nerdy and stuff they they can get these beautiful women yeah, yeah, we see that everywhere
0: barfield but- spider-man yeah he's nerdy
1: <laughs> I'm <talking about laughs> it. but i'm saying i'm saying like back back then that was such like the stereotype he was the nerd but like he got these girls who were just beautiful yeah, girls. he just got girls. Yeah. and like I can only imagine a young kid reading Spider-Man like what the fuck how could I let's just real? be real let's Why just not? have we
0: have we have we all read at least some of the early Spider
1: Man's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. oh yeah oh for there's sure there's
0: not a there's not an ugly girl in the bunch
1: Mm-mm. <laughs> like um, not even
0: with Spider Man like in the comics there's not an ugly girl in the
1: bunch. What about the what the secretary at the Daily Bugle? Uh, Patty isn't is no the, Betty Bryant. Betty Bryant, she's a dime. She's That's a what dime. I mean. But
0: like, think think of the think of the girls in the beginning of Spider Man. There wasn't so like you're you're thinking of like they're all beautiful, like the way they're drawn and stuff. But like when you're thinking of the landscape of New York City in the '60s for this comic, there are there are all like there's no there's no dogs in there. So like. Yeah. So maybe they weren't the best looking girls at the time. Maybe those were the ugly girls of that, co- of that world. I don't I know. I can't
1: even see it. I can't no, see no,
0: no. it. Maybe. Although they Mary Jane was, uh, was a model and an actress. Yeah. When so, uh, uh, when Aunt, Aunt, when Aunt uh, May, only good thing she ever did yeah. is introduce Mary Jane to Peter. Other mm-hmm. than that, she just like makes him worry about paying her bills
1: <laughs> <laughs> we all know at a certain level uh aunt may blames peter for <laughs> for yeah man it, first 100%. of all man,
0: okay hold on i have a very hot take a very hot take that it's not one i just made either it's one i ha- aunt may it's peter parker is so much better off if he just cut out Aunt May. so much better off oh. because listen obviously we all know he he, he becomes Spider-Man and he's breaking his back to get money, to pay for her medical bills, to pay for her house, to pay for this, to pay for that. Right now I'm talking about the comic book, Aunt May from this time, obviously Aunt May in different iterations, the movies, the video game, she's much more of a help. But when, mm-hmm. when, when Stan Lee and Steve Dicko made Spider-Man, this is how they made Aunt May. She does. She, she always is blaming Peter. She's always bothering Peter. For some reason, she wants to marry Doc Ock, like his arch nemesis. Like, <laughs> she thinks Spider Man's the worst thing in the world. But Dr. Octavius, sure, he killed 50 people, but they probably deserved it. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> pulls a gun on Peter. She pulls a gun on Spider Man because he's about to hurt Doc Ock. Like, get her out of here. He should have said, you know what, May? I'm 18. I'm Spider Man. <laughs>
1: See you later. Hopefully you can bill next week. Call me when call me when you have to go to hospice. <laughs> yeah, call me when you have to
0: go to hospice. See ya. <laughs> that would be that would be two days later.
1: She, yeah, that would be two I mean, days later.
0: It's all on Peter because Uncle Ben died. And then Uncle Ben's probably like, Jesus, another. I gotta do this. I gotta do that. Like yeah. it's one thing, it's one thing when it's love, but come on. She needed something every two seconds. And it didn't even like take a second for her to be like, all right. Ben's gone? All right, Peter's gonna do it all for me now. Like I am telling you right now, could have cut her out. Boom. Done. What's she gonna take you out the will? You have all the money, Peter, and you don't got anything anyway. You're broke.
1: Like I mean, a- he probably wants that house. What is he, in Queens? That's probably gonna cost him a pretty penny living in yeah, New York. In Queens, man. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's probably, probably
0: a pretty- good price. <laughs> Although it was in the nineteen sixties, so who knows? Who knows?
1: But yeah, no, I just I asked the question because I I heard it somewhere. I was listening and and guys were debating it. And and like, my thing is, uh, Chris, you're right. Like Gwen Stacy was his first love, but I think the whole, uh, it was easier for him to tell her that he was Spider-Man than it was for Mary Jane. Yeah, I agree. I think he trusted her more with that secret than he did with Mary Jane. I think yeah. you saw Mary Jean as, because Gwen Stacy, even in the comics, is, uh, you know, take away Spider Gwen and all the different iterations of her, but from her first comic, she's a tough girl. She's she's a tough girl. She she has a, she has a thick skin. She's got a backbone. And Mary Jean is more on that side of, of you know, very sensitive, very, uh, you know, very damsel and distress type girl. And I, I-, I feel like, Gwen is is I would pick Gwen, just you know. I cut Gwen in really Gwen.
0: quick. Sorry, right. I, I just completely cut I want to cut in. Um also I I have read all of the Spider-Man, I think up to nineteen ninety-five or something like that in my life. Mm-hmm. And I've read after yeah. that too, but like I read straight. Mary Jane was a dick in the beginning. Mm-hmm. An absolute dick. Oh, <laughs> like,
1: yeah. oh, like, yeah.
0: So bad. Like mm-hmm. she treated Peter so bad. Like so
1: shitty. He, he was so
0: bad. Like she was an absolute dick,
1: such such a dick to him, and like there is, she had to
0: no- like she wouldn't like not really want to be with him at a point, but then like have to make him jealous and stuff. Like it was, she was. She she rounds out eventually. Like she becomes yeah. a better character. And she becomes a great character now. Like she's her she's a great character these days, and the intera- different iterations of her are great too. But if you really want to know the I mean, Gwen Stacy all day, because in the beginning she was just a dick to Peter forever, and that's yeah. not what he needed. Let him live his life, you know? So yeah. Yeah,
1: it's 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 tough between the two, but you're right. Like she was in the beginning. Just I don't think like, it's that tough. It, it is. It's a tough question I that tough. Like this.
0: I guess it, because later on, but then she leaves him. Mary Jane leaves him.
1: Yeah. Gwen <laughs> would never leave him. Her. But that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Gwen, has, Gwen has thicker skin. Gwen. Gwen would never leave him. Like, it, I mean, the only way she would leave him if she died, and which is what happened. So, yeah. I mean, like,
0: then she went and did that.
1: Yeah. So like, it, it's it, it's uh, it's Gwen for me. What about you, Kyle? What what, what you got going on in that head? Oh, I've yeah. Always you, liked want, you want the Gwen. person
0: that would stay with you for until death, or do you want the person that's going to be a dick and then leave you?
2: No, I want. I like. Sta- I like Gwen. I've always liked Gwen, anyway. Like, yeah. Ever since Emma Stone, like I never yeah. liked Kirsten Dunst. I'm gonna be honest with you. I've only, I've only like, read. A few a, another of the a beautiful point. A beautiful
0: uh-huh. point by Kyle. Uh-huh. I,
2: can, I can only give you the. I'm mo- to give you the movie days. iterations. Okay, Y'all, let's okay, let's do this. Let's do this. Y'all went 20 minutes on the comic. I'm about to sit here and talk about the movies and the animated. Series. I'm just hyping you, right. you up. Bro. I'm just hyping you up. No, no, it. no, no, no. This it. is not a do shot. It. This is do no it. dig. This is no dig. This was just like me, just like thinking about it, like just now. Like mm-hmm. I just had a whole bunch of downloads in my brain. Okay, so like me personally, this is a personal opinion. I can die on this hill by myself. I never. I was never a Kirsten Dunst person. So, when I seen her as Mary Jane, I instantly was just like, ugh. So, I visually didn't like her already just because I just don't find her attractive. She's probably a nice woman, but I just don't find her attractive, personally. Uh Then, also, I I love Emma Stone. Okay? Okay? Uh Outside of my biases, character-wise, Mary Jane was annoying to me. Especially the the um, Kirsten Dunst with the Toby Maguire. Like, yo, she really did get on my nerves because I was just like, A, you not cute. B, you think you cute. C, you trying to play my mans. So, like, I, I didn't really like it. And then if we want to talk about, um, like, Black Cat. Black Cat in that animated series. Yeah, uh-huh. bro. I, I want the Black Cat from the animated series in the 90s, bro. That's what I want. <laughs> That's what I want. That's my boo right now. Uh-huh. She was a... She was thick. She was a gangster, like I was with it. She was a freak. She wanted all of it. She was with it. She was down for whatever, and I'm down with her. So, yeah, I take yeah,
0: Felicia Hardy a, over uh, MJ too. Oh, I'm
2: hundred percent. Yeah, 100% 100%, 100%. Like
0: yeah M- M- MJ, MJ. She yeah. definitely rounds into a better character, but I, yeah, yeah. she's no. too many, too many. So, paths. what do we?
1: So, Kyle, what do you think of the the Tom Holland Zadea Mary Jane? What? What? How do you? What do you think of that one? But it's not Mary Jane. I like, I like it's MJ. her. she
2: was. Say what?
0: It's not Mary. Her name's not Mary Jane. It's well, just MJ, MJ. Right. Yeah. Sue me. Fucking I'm, sue me.
2: I get it though. But it's, it's I'm like, going to. I like it. I like the. I like her that iteration of it. But what kills it for me is she don't remember, bro.
1: Yeah, that one at the end no, of yeah, that. I have no way home. We got to go see where it
2: goes. Yeah, see where so it goes. It's like, maybe maybe she remembers.
1: Oh, I did saw a great bed? thing. I saw a great thing is that. Um, so at the end of that, uh, Peter is standing in front of um, Aunt May's grave, and um, Happy comes. Spoilers. And, and she she goes she goes. He's like, "Oh, how'd you know her?" And He goes, "Oh, I knew her. I knew her through Spider Man." So he he remembers Spider Man. They just don't remember that it's 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 you know peter is spider-man yeah they didn't go into like how mj and ned don't don't remember like it it seemed like they don't remember spider-man but if if it worked for happy had it not work for them to not remember spider-man listen if
0: we're gonna go through and take the plot holes of the mcu it's gonna be a long podcast i'm just
1: i'm just bringing that up and it bothered the shit out of me It, it just bothered the shit out of me i sat down and it was a good 10 minutes of just I'm, I'm, I'm not happy. I'm just not a happy man right now. I'm
0: just, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not. Yeah, I love the MCU. I think we talked about this last week. I, I actually like where they're at because it's not as much pressure. So they're just kind of having fun with it again. Yeah. Um, people might not be having fun with it, but they're just putting so much expectation on everything. That's why they're not oh, having yeah. fun with it. The oh, movie, yeah. the movies have been pretty fun. Um, but if we're going to go through and, and try to point out the flaws of these, uh, we're not, it's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. So, I think there's a consensus overall, mm-hmm. Gwen Stacy, by the way. Yeah. I don't know if you thought this was how it was going to go, but no, right.
1: I, I honestly yeah. did. That's yeah. why I wanted to ask the question. I, I didn't know what your guys' take was on it. Like, and that's by the way,
0: MJ missions in the Spider Man game, by far the worst part of the game. Oh, God. <laughs> by far the worst. Now, the Miles ones are It's right up there, too. Really, your Miles Morales. When you first Miles Morales, you're like, "Bro, that means yeah. Miles Morales is about to be in the game." Like being MJ. You're like, oh, maybe they'll get together. Like, who cares? Like <laughs> yeah, Spider Man. Of course, they're <laughs> gonna get together. What the hell? That's like, that's
1: that's the same thing as like, oh, I wonder what's gonna happen to Uncle Ben. Like, you yeah, know what's gonna happen. happen to get out of this you know, he's yeah. Is he to survive be the gunshot gun
0: in the Does he make it out of it?
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's the same so, thing. So, I love. Yeah. I love. Um, there was like uh, an Uncle Ben Twitter, and I think they released that. Th- it was they started tweeting after they released the, the Tom Holland Spider Man was coming, and mm-hmm. he just tweeted like, "Guys, I'm fucking tired of dying. Stop doing this."
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what they say, though, like, right? Everyone like, yeah, in comics dead. comes back except for Uncle Ben. He's Uncle the only Ben one.
1: gets the shit end of the he's, stick.
0: He's and dead, dead. dead. He's, he's dead, 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 dead. He is, he is uh, Spider-Man in an alternate universe one time. Mm-hmm. But then they're one like, ah, he's dead, dead. <laughs> nah, we're not no living back. trouble for Ben. He's yeah. never coming back. Maybe Bye-bye. Uncle
1: Ben was back. like, I don't want to deal with May anymore. Keep me dead. <laughs> Please keep me <laughs> dead. Could Please. be. <laughs> like he's like, I'm, going <laughs> I'm going broke. I'm going broke. you spending all my money. The
0: 401k <laughs> I took out. It's gone. She needs all his medication.
1: <laughs> all his medication. And then she goes and spends $500 at the grocery store. And she it's only like three people here.
0: Doc Ock's, uh, Doc Ock's fund for his arms. I don't get <laughs> yeah. what's going on. <laughs> yeah, I don't
1: know what's going on. She got over Uncle Ben, too. She marries Doc Ock. I know. I don't remember ben. that. That she was a big shock. That was a big shock to and everybody. I don't better
0: watch out. out. People that marry him may die. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's only one for one, but that's 100%.
1: Yeah, but he's like, no, nah, I'm not going to die. I'm just going to become Spider Man, and that's what he does. That's <laughs> true. Spider Man. He becomes
0: Spider Man. He does <laughs> become like, Spider Man he for, for a little bit. A little bit there. A little bit. Um, um, before we before we uh, finish up here, you know, we want to. We had a lot of fun so far, but we wanted to talk a little bit about the Penguin series, which they released uh-huh. a teaser for.
2: Uh-huh.
0: Excuse me. Talk briefly about that. Um, It's going to be coming on to Max. I guess I'll start there. So on this podcast, Matt, you were not part of it yet. Kyle, I guess you could tell me if you're a part of it when I start talking. This podcast was very high on HBO Max. Were you there for this? Okay. This podcast was very high on HBO Max to the point where we covered the release of HBO Max for like a month and a half. And we, we talked about HBO Max when they first announced they were going to do it. Um, we knew it was going to change, uh, television as we knew it, because mm-hmm. HBO max was like one of the first, it was right there. I think paramount was actually after it, but mm-hmm. it's one of the first to make the streaming service for an individual TV channel instead of a whole conglomerate like Hulu or Netflix or something like that. Right. And that's exactly what it did is it started the the chain. And now we, now these channels see, I mean, Bob Iger said, streaming your own thing is the worst plan you can have because you make no money off of it. You make no money. Like when, when you're a channel, you can sell to uh, you sell the Netflix, you make money off of what you sold to Netflix. These guys aren't making money anymore. If you go back, I can, you know, I am not going to look it up right this second. We're in the middle of the show. But if you go back, we have episodes where we cover HBO max, we have episodes we cover and talk about how excited we were for HBO max because HBO and Warner owned, so many properties. Yep. So many properties. We're like this is uh, going to be a steal. This is going to be a steal. Like I don't we didn't know how they were going to make money. Well, they didn't and now they're rebranding. It's just called Max now instead of HBO Max cuz you know, we covered this too. Um WB was was bought by uh was bought by Discovery and Discovery's trying to integrate everything into Discovery Plus. So HBO Max, they're just calling. I think it's still HBO Max, but they're just calling it Max.
1: It doesn't like change over or... until May. I think it's May twenty-six that changes over.
0: So it's officially changing. Changing the Max or changing to to, changing Discovery? to Max to Max. Yeah. So, but they're taking away the HBO part of Max apparently, which is just the beginning of the end for HBO Max. And like I said, if Bob Iger saying it's not going to work. I mean, it's probably not going to work. That guy's pretty damn smart. So, yeah, yeah that's the first thing I wanted to say. say. Because this channel loved HBO Max, this this show loved HBO Max. We we talked about how much of a steal it's going to be because of all the great content that's going to be on there, and how it, it's going to change streaming, and it did.
1: It, it it's it's my go to streaming. Like the HBO yeah. Max is my go to, especially since it has all the DC properties on it. It, Paul
0: Turner, too. Anything yeah. Turner
1: owned on there, Anything which is called Cartoon network. Yeah. TBS. All of that. And so, like, it's, it is still my go to. Them changing over to the Max is worrisome for sure. Like, it is 100% worrisome. Yeah. It's the end of it. And it's like, you guys, and it's it's worrisome in in the eyes of a DC fan because like, okay, we're getting this whole new slate of TV shows, movies, all of that good stuff. If Max doesn't work out by twenty twenty four, where are all those properties gonna go? And DC or a failed at at doing a streaming service and then they've just integrated that into HBO Max. What are we gonna get? After that, And it's just, it, it's a little worrisome because I'm excited for all the new properties that are coming out of DC. And, you know, we're, we're going to talk about the Penguin Show. I'm, I'm very excited about that. But all this stuff doesn't happen until 2024. So if Max doesn't work out, where does all this go? And I just don't want to have to be jumping through hoops to to watch this, this some of this great context that's going to come out. It's just it, it's yeah. it's going to be very irritating, and and DC doesn't need that right now. Like it, we're already in a state of chaos. Like we we've been through the ringer. Like let's let's just get something solid down and doing. This. Yeah, but. I, I I
0: truly believe that they know which direction it's going to go in if they're going to start this new property. You know what I mean? Like they're mm-hmm. not going in thinking it's going to be HBO Max and it changes. Like they they at least know what the plan is because it's this is a
2: huge
0: step. And I mean, we all know freaking Discovery canceled everything uh-huh. because nothing because it wasn't like they canceled everything because they was hemorrhaging too much money to them. Like they canceled mm-hmm. Batgirl, they canceled I can't even think of all. They canceled a ton of stuff. And they
1: did it because well, those it was hemorrhaging. Were all the, those were all the CW properties that weren't doing really well. And those those weren't those like for for DC, like they they didn't immediately it's like, you know, if if Batwoman let's say aired tonight and you would get it on the streaming service the next day. For those CW properties, that wasn't happening. You would have to go to the CW streaming service to watch them yeah. And at the I'm not, end I talk of the, about season, the show, I'm talking about the movie. Oh, the, the Batgirl movie? Yeah. They, they canceled the movie
0: because they said yeah. it was going to lose too much. They said it was terrible.
1: Yeah.
2: And
0: then there was the news that came out like two months ago that people watched it and they said it really wasn't that bad. But it, was, it they just didn't want to risk the money because you could what you can do in Hollywood if you cancel a movie like that is you could put it onto the taxes and get like most all of it back. Mm-hmm. And what you've spent as an expense so like they just did that instead of releasing the movie and seeing what it can do i didn't mean the shows but the shows too like the shows weren't getting them any money because it was going on to the cw app and it wasn't coming onto theirs and discovery just tore kind of apart but we're going to see what they're going to do and i guess it starts with the penguin right
1: mm-hmm. yeah so the penguin's coming out it's um colin farrell's reprising his role as penguin which who i love like he's still the show in that movie for me yeah. you know you you don't even know it's him first of all his no, accent's great his accent's great with that uh, you know that kind of italian mobster accent as the penguin which is awesome and it, his story arc in the batman uh in the batman movie was great also because you could tell you know he's a lowly foot soldier for the falcon family and as soon as falcon gets you know spoilers gets murdered at the end of the movie spoilers he he sees this as a great opportunity to start taking over the the underworld and that's what this this whole story is going to set up because it starts a couple days after the ending of the batman so gotham's reeling from all the flooding they're reeling from everything that just had the the all the crap that the riddler did to the city throughout those times killing off politicians cops all that the the police force is kind of like in shambles right now because they don't know who they can trust they don't know gordon is 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 still lieutenant gordon so they haven't gotten to the point where he takes over as commissioner gordon and so he's still trying to figure out how to keep order within the city of chaos and Penguin, this is Penguin's time to rise up. But then we have other families of mobsters that are in Gotham City that are thinking the exact same thing. All right, Falcone's dead. His operation is completely wiped out. Who do we have to pay off? Who do we have to go? And in the little teaser, you see that you know, this penguin, Colin Fowler's penguin is kind of, you know, he, he's abrupt. He, he's going in and he's taking it all. He's, he's, he's not, he's not just tiptoeing around. He's going to get himself into trouble with these other mob families. And, but he's going to use that to really stretch out his empire of guns, drugs, prostitution, you know, um, gambling, all of that He's going to start to flesh out in this story, and you know they they did say that Robert Pattinson's Batman is going to have a couple of scenes in this show, so they're going to bring him in. He was already in New York filming, um, and they're going to really use this to connect to the to the Batman Two Part Two that's going to come out probably twenty twenty five. I want to say.
0: I think it's I think it's crazy that they're gonna make two Batman movies at the same time. Like I get, like they have the Black Label. That's what it's called mm-hmm. in DC, right? Black Label. Yeah. Like yeah. Uh, the Killing Joke was Black Label and stuff. I, yeah. I get that they have Black Label and all that, but like I don't know. It's just like it's crazy to me that they're gonna try to do two at once. Because I, I know the Batman for the new DCU is gonna be like w- way more down the line, yeah. but but it's just. They're gonna have a Batman movie, a Joker movie, and another Batman movie. It's just I, I, well, the Brave
1: and the Bold, the Batman Brave and the Bold. That's connected into the DC uh, EU is not going to be anytime soon. Like that movie. That's is what I mean. It's definitely
0: down the road. But how how many movies do you think they're gonna try to make of the Batman? I think they're going to do a trilogy and they're stop just
1: gonna do, yeah they're going to do three that's it that's that's you um, know the, that's the that's the that, standard that was the standard and that's what i think the director and the writers want to do is they'll do just three movies and wrap it up at the end and just call it that like i don't think they want to go any farther they want to tell deep cohesive um movies kind of kind of in the same vein as the dark knight trilogy just like a lot of depth in the movie, a lot lot of, um, a a lot of passion, like more of a passion project for the Batman, its character and, and the different characters that we're going to get in the second one and probably in the third and really make their stories very deep. So, you know, when we get to the DCU Batman, it's more of an established Batman an established, um, rogues gallery you know he's on his his uh fourth robin by that time damien so you know the fifth if you count um spoiler who who was who was uh robin for a short time but you know you have all these you have that's going to be established this movie is more we're finding out who these people are you know riddler was new in that city penguin yeah. is a new guy you know we're gonna get the next movie these are new villains you're gonna have a backstory for those new villains so it's more I get that all that but movies story.
0: movies have changed you know like the dark knight i i like the batman movie but i don't think it sniffs the shoes of the dark knight now of course the dark knight's the second one if we're comparing it should be compared to the first one which i think it's pretty on par with but like yeah. i don't think the second Batman movie will come close. Cause don't, we all know like half of that was the acting of Heath Ledger. Like, you know, more than half of that was Mm -hmm. the acting of Heath Ledger and they're not Mm going to find him. I, I personally was not a fan of the Joker. They had at the end of the Batman. I wasn't a fan. I didn't, I didn't, it didn't come off. It didn't come off right to me. Now, maybe they come out and they're much better, like as they go, but the short scene they gave me, it did not hit at all. i thought and i also thought by the way they did not need that scene whatsoever like we didn't need we don't you don't need to marvel it you don't need to sneak peek anything no one cares like if he would have just came in the next movie that would have been fucking nuts if like you just started the next movie and the joker was there that would have been sick
1: Mm -hmm. yeah but but that's that's too much that's but that's too mirroring the dark knight you know like we go they they did did it yeah, but I, I don't think he's going to have a big role in the second one as you think he's going to have. I, I really okay. don't think because I think he's. they
0: announce so, the villain for the next
1: one? They announced one of them. It's going to be Clayface. Um, yeah, that's right. Clayface. And that's a great, great story. It's he's it's an villain. awesome, great villain, um, mm-hmm. and they could do really cool stuff with. I don't think we're going to see a fleshed out Joker in this universe until, you know, they're doing the Penguin series before the Batman part two. I believe that they're going to do the Arkham series before part three. And that's when we're going to see the Joker that we saw at the end of the Batman part
0: one. How did you feel about the Joker Um, at the end of the Batman?
1: I I I I like any iteration of the Joker um you know I I have my qualms with Jared Leto's but I don't think he got the fair shot that he was supposed I to have he, you know I don't think he I think Warner Brothers really screwed the pooch on that one because it, you got to think of the Joker as the character from the comics. There's so many, there's so many different iterations of this character, and he's mm-hmm. he's different to Batman every time he faces him. That's what makes him his greatest villain is that you don't know who, what Joker you're gonna get when he's going up against him. So that's why I love seeing the Joker on the big screen because it's a different iteration. It's a completely different Joker. We're not getting the same villain over and over and over again. We're getting someone who's has a, you know, the actor has a different take on it. The the writer has a different take on it. The director has a different take on it. I feel that we saw him in that small little clip. And then you, you, I don't know if you guys saw the deleted scene that we had that Batman went to him and gave him the file of the Riddler and says, you know, we kind of asked him, do you know who this person is? What what do you you kind of think of this? And the cool part about that was he comes to him on the anniversary that this Batman, Ryan Patterson's Batman, caught him and brought him into Arkham. And you don't know how he caught him. You don't know the circumstances behind what he was doing. And you get a better look at him and you get a better look at, kind of the character that they're going to build upon and in that scene that that Matt Reeves had to cut out I think people would have had a better understanding of the Joker than at the ending of that like 60 second clip with him I think this Joker is going to be different he's he's going to be a lot more grittier um I think he's going to be He's not going to be the anarchist where we saw with Heath Ledger. Heath Ledger was an anarchy joker. He just wanted, like they say in the movie, he just wants to see the world burn. He wants to create chaos and and hope that no one can solve it. I think this is going to be a, a, a more serial killer type joker. Uh, a joker that gets a lot of pleasure out of the way he murders people. And I think that's... That's the type of Joker that we're going to get into this, this Robin Pattinson's Batman. And that's a cool Joker that we haven't seen. We've seen the gangster Joker, which is, you know, Jack Nicholson. We saw the party crazy Joker, which is uh, Jared Leto. And we saw the anarchist Joker, which is, which is Heath Ledger. So I think this one is going to be the, the serial killer psychopath Joker that is scary. It's not, it's not supposed to be funny. It's not supposed to be, you know uh, it, it just, you know, making Batman's life a living hell. It's more, I need to kill and I'm going to kill and I'm going to leave my calling card out there. So everybody knows because every single Joker, the only thing that keeps them sane, they leave a calling card. And this calling mm-hmm. card is going to be in, in death and in blood so i'm ex- i'm excited for this one and i want to give it more time to flesh out and i think we're going to learn more about that in the arkham series before we get to batman part three
0: awesome so penguin comes out on hbo max uh next year right mm-hmm. next year yep, next and, year uh you can watch the trailer for it or the they did like a preview for it yeah they on hbo's youtube page but we got to wrap it up wrap it up sketching up if you uh liked what you heard definitely go follow us on social media tiktok facebook instagram twitter um youtube all that stuff schnabel studios s-c-h-n-a-b-e-l you can also look that up on wherever you get your podcasts and you can listen to all things schnabel studios we have a couple of podcasts there you can listen to thank you for uh listening i'm all over the place thank you for listening or watching another episode of sketching (laughs) up we will see you next time see you later peace out goodbye